test, test, test. Here we go. You're listening to The Ranked Podcast, where your hosts, Nick Norris, Aaron Patterson, and Justin Knight, are on the hunt for the most iconic year in sports history. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ranked Podcast. And today we are going way back in time, the grand old year of 1927. Uh, yeah, I was five years old. What did you say? I was five years old that year. You was five years old that year. How old does that make you? Uh, 300, 102, 170. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Well, uh, let's talk about 1927. Let's let's paint the scene here, if you don't mind me doing so, Aaron. If you if you don't mind. No, nope, not at all. So prohibition, prohibition is in full effect. It sounds like an awful time for everyone, and everyone hates it. Uh, men are mostly either really small, and uh, and underfed, or they're huge bulking barrels of men who only eat milk and steak. I feel like that's the only people that existed in the <laughs> 20s and 30s. Uh, and, Sounds uh, like that came from a reliable source. <laughs> and everyone dies at 35 from smoking 300 cigarettes a day. And Henry Ford has just announced the Model A. And work begins on Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah, so how about to paint the scene a little bit more, Aaron? Do you have some interesting inventions you'd like to share? I thought we'd start doing this at the beginning. Um, well, you already mentioned the Model A. The... Maltese replacement, and then um, Edward Perkins invented the fruit snack. Mm, hold on, fruit snacks. I I no no okay. It's called fruit smack. I thought I had um had a little typo there, but I was in fact correct. I just confused myself because I wrote this like two weeks ago. Um. Anyways, Edward Perkins invented fruit smack, now known as Kool Aid. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a big invention. Yeah. Mm. Polyester, a tough, durable type of plastic, was invented then, oh, apparently. Very according nice. to Google. The earliest known use of the phrase trick or treat was uh, it came to a small town in Alberta, Canada. Oh, cool. Uh, sliced bread. Well, not exactly, but the first automatic commercial bread slicer was invented by Otto Frederick Rodweller. Good on him. Yeah, what yep. a good guy. Um, Jukebox, and now today we all have bread slicers in our home, so that's yeah. the one that stuck with us. Yeah. Jukebox, <laughs> the first selective jukebox was introduced oh, by cool. Automated Music Instrument Company. Thank you, Aaron, for that. So now that the scene is set for 1927, an awful time, uh, let's let's dive into the sports of that year, and uh, it's a lot of baseball. I'll be honest, so that's all there was really. Nineteen twenty-seven, just people watching baseball, eating a leg of ham, probably. Oh, yeah, so here sure. we go. Nineteen <laughs> January first. Can we you imagine the, 13th... the next time you go to like Disney World or something instead of a turkey leg? They just got a freaking <laughs> lamb quarters right there. It'd be insane. It'd be great, but it'd be delicious. Probably would be. Uh, January 1st, we had the 13th Rose Bowl. 
Stanford tied with Alabama, seven uh, all. Disgusting. Uh, yep. College. This was this was the year. I also want to throw this in there. College football back then was just the wild west. If you felt like you earned the national championship, great, it was yours. Nobody really contested it. Uh, multiple people could claim it. And in 1927, there were four teams who claimed the national championship. Illinois, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Yale all said, yeah, I think we're the national champions. And everybody just said, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, January 7th, this is a big one. The Harlem Globetrotters played their first gra- uh, first ever game. Uh, January 12th, Gus Comstock, Drawfee, Coffee. Oh, no, I'm going to save this one. Actually, Aaron, I think you're going to talk about. Um, you know. I was until I forgot to add that to this list. Um, I just have coffee guy in all caps. So I could go back okay. and read. Well, I'll, read I'll knock it, it out then. Up. I've got it. Yeah, got it you just go ahead. Uh, on January 12th, Gus Comstock, a coffee drinking pride of Minnesota, again gulped his way into the national championship, downing 85 cupfuls, 8-ounce size, in 7 hours and 15 minutes. All told, he drank more than five gallons of coffee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. They had a doctor come and check him out. They said he was fine, but was he say, had a little fever. He had to be crapping for who knows how many days straight. Yeah, I think that me and Aaron looked it up, and maybe that's a lethal dose for the normal man, but for him, it was <laughs> it's just it's okay. Uh, I think we said he would have had to have weighed like 320 pounds in order to not be... A lethal dose Might be or lethal. something. Uh, I, yeah, know, we I was planning on having bit. all those um, calculations done because they were pretty crazy, but I didn't write them down, and this was a last-minute thing. So, Well, on March 4th, uh, and this is a name that we're going to hear throughout the episode, Babe Ruth becomes the highest-paid player in MLB history when he signs a three-year $70,000 per season contract with the New York Yankees. Uh, and Justin, while That's you pretty good are, even uh, for these days. Yeah, if you want to yeah. read through April, Justin, I'll look up what that translates to for today. Okay, so April 5th, uh, swimmer Johnny Weismuller sets record in 100 and 200 meter freestyle. So good on Johnny. Um, April 13th, you had the Stanley Cup final, Ottawa Auditorium in Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, the Ottawa Senators beat Boston Bruins. Sorry, Aaron. I oh, know you're a Penguins fan. Never mind. <clears throat> eh, yeah. Kind of both. Uh, 3-1 for a 2-0-2 series win. Okay, and April 15th, our guy, Babe Ruth, hit his first home run of the season where he hit 60 home runs, which was a record back then, in the 154-game season. And he did it against A's Howard Imick. The first inning on a six to three win over Philadelphia. I've April got eight. that number too, Justin. I'll throw it out here real quick. Yeah, go so ahead. seventy thousand a year in nineteen twenty seven. That's worth a little over. It's about one point one million today. That's actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he is making Isn't back that, then. But you got to think is the average contract. Is- but think back then, there was no TV contracts. You were just yeah. all the money that these teams made were off tickets and merch, and mostly just tickets. So yeah, mostly tickets. Pretty good. Means he's a big draw. Yeah, I mean, I would still be happy with a seventy k a year right now. 
seriously yeah. wow. that's great um and then yeah, last thing um uh, april 18th the 31st boston marathon was won by clarence demar in his two hour 40 minutes and 22 seconds it was his fifth victory in the boston marathon so way to go clarence Wow, where way to go, Clarence? I'm sure you're dead, but way to go, uh, Aaron. Jeez. You want to continue in May? Uh, May seventeenth, the uh, Chicago Cubs beat the Boston Braves four to three in twenty two innings. It's mm. a long game, especially Seriously. for it just to be four to three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, May thirtieth, Walter Johnson records the hundred and tenth and final shutout of his Baseball Hall of Fame career, the most in MLB history. It's a lot of shutouts. Very nice. Um, May 31st, the Detroit Tiger first baseman Johnny Noon, or Nunn, makes an, an unassisted triple play. Jeez. Uh, June like 23rd, yeah. New York future baseball Hall of Fame first baseman. Wow, that was a mouthful right there. <laughs> Lou Gehrig hits three home runs in Yankees' 11-4 victory over Boston Red Sox at Fenway nice. Park. Do you think that Lou Gehrig is more famous for his baseball disease. career or his yes. disease? Okay, okay, that's yeah, unfortunate, but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really I is, especially part... when you're a freaking Hall of Famer. So yeah, yeah, um, the but greatest probably of all time. One yeah. of the best speeches though of all time. One of my favorites is a speech he where he gave when he found out he had the disease and he was retiring. Who was the player that, like, I feel like from around that era that died in a plane crash in a, pl- in a plane crash around that area I mean I don't know I don't know ex- I mean it was like probably a, a lot either the golden or silver age but it was uh, I remember because in school like it would happen every like three years you'd learn about Lou Gehrig and the Lou Gehrig's disease and you'd learn about another player in his plane crash I can't remember who it was anyway let me see hey, I'll, I'll you be prepared for the episode and look at it <laughs> beforehand maybe it was Lou Gehrig maybe he got the disease and then died in a plane crash that's <laughs> That'd be terrible. Uh, July 2nd Wimbledon's women's tennis uh, Helen Wills Moody beat Spaniard Lily Alvera 6-2 uh, six to four for her first of eight Wimbledon titles. On July fifteenth, British Open men's golf St Andrews, the American golf legend Bobby Jones retains his title, wins wire to wire by six shots from Fred Robson and Aubrey Boomer. July eighteenth, another not big name. Believe how many baseball players have died in plane crashes? Jeez. Yeah, there's been a bunch. Really? I was just looking it up a too. Lot. Oh wow. We'll go through that in just a second. Yeah, the most recent was Roy Holiday. He's a, I mean, I get. I think Tyson Brumlett, Ra, Roberto Clemente. Clemente, yeah, he's a very um, well known. Roy Holiday, jeez. Marv well, Goodwin, terrible. Elmer, I'm not even gonna try. Fud. When when was uh, <laughs> when was World War Two? What year? Uh, that's what I thought. So that's not the person you're thinking of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, July 18th, Ty Cobb's 4,000th MLB career hit. Nice. Another big baseball name. September that's crazy 4th, stat. aviator Charles Lindbergh visits Boise, Idaho on his cross country tour 
Uh, Lindbergh, of course, would later, he was a huge uh, aviator, but he would later also become famous for kidnapping and killing his infant son. And then he also turned out to be a Nazi. So that was, yeah. What? Yeah, he's an awful Never heard of the other two things that make him a horrible person. I've only known for the... The only known him for the uh, the the flying. Yeah, yeah like after World War Two, he like converted to a Nazi and killed his kid. It was crazy. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty uh, sure September. when I was looking this up too, it said he was the most famous person in the entire world after that. Like after his. Oh yeah. Thing, like he was the most popular. Well, that was a person. huge deal, especially back then. You know. Uh, anyway, what were you saying, Justin? I was just saying that was probably one of the more well-known, I guess, uh, mysteries too that was going on around that time because he had set it up to make it look like it was somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, September twenty-second, we had the long count in a famous boxing rematch. Jen Tunney beats Jack Dempsey by ten-round unanimous decision at Soldiers Field, Chicago, to retain the world heavyweight title. In the seventh round, Dempsey knocked Tunney down for what turned out to be 13 seconds. The count started late, however, because Dempsey didn't go back to his own quarter immediately. Tunney went on to knock Dempsey down in the following round and win the fight by decision following the tenth round. The, uh, this is the part that I found kind of interesting here, and it kind of goes along with what we're talking about with uh, Babe Ruth's salary. But the crowd this night for this fight is 104,943. The gate made... Uh, this is in 1927 money. The gate made two million eight hundred and fifty-eight thousand, and that's over. That's like forty-four point six million today, just at the gate. Yeah, that's a huge crowd yeah. for that time period too. Yeah, Justin, if you'd like to knock out September and October for us, you go right oh, ahead. Okay. Well, September 29th, uh, once again, our guy Babe Ruth he ties the MLB record by hitting grand slams in consecutive games against um, the Philadelphia A's and then the Washington Senators. And then right again, September 30th, he hit his 60th home run record-breaking off Tom Zachary in the eighth inning of their win against the Washington Senators. Um, October 1st, the Pittsburgh Pirates, which included uh, a team that would have five future Baseball Hall of Fame players. They clinched the NL pennant against the Cincinnati Reds and the last time, and then the next time that would happen was not until 1960. But then they go on to face the Yankees and would get swept. And the Yankees, that would be their 20, that wasn't already the 24th World, oh, the, in the 24th World Series, sorry. Very nice, very nice. So those are only, only the 24th World Series, so that's pretty, uh, so pretty early into the, uh, the lifespan of the World Series there. Yep. Aaron, you want to close out the year for us? On October, October 11th, Lou Gehrig is named the American League MVP despite hitting an MLB record 60 home runs. Babe Ruth, since he was a formal, former winner, is not eligible, which is kind of bullcrap. Yeah. Um, yeah. October 17th, Van Johnson, for founder of the American League in failing health, retires as the... Uh, AL president, American League president. Uh, the National Football League on December 19th, New York Giants win 
win first past the post title. What? I think it's supposed to be that wins their wins their first uh, uh, postseason title. That's what it's supposed um, to be there. Uh, well, this, they this went was, eleven this, one and one. So there you go. Yeah, this would have predated obviously the Super Bowl. So this would gotcha. have just been the NFL championship. Yeah. So very nice. Uh, Aaron, would you like to continue on with your records, or do you have them there? Because we threw them on you last uh, second. Yeah, I've got a lot, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe maybe, maybe pick okay. like three or four of the Johnny Westmuller set swim record in 100 and 200 meter freestyle. Uh, Babe Ruth hits 60th home runs. You already know that. Babe Ruth becomes the highest player, highest paid player. You already know that. Walter Johnson records 110th and final. Sh- okay, we already said that. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Lou Gehrig hits three home runs in Yankee. We already said that. That's awesome. Uh, Yankee set a record of 106 wins in a season. I don't think we said that. Oh, very nice. Um, I guess that's it. Great. I felt like there was Justin. one more that was super interesting. Maybe that was a different year. Well, uh, while Justin tells us the famous birthdays and deaths that year, maybe you can uh, double check and make sure. You don't uh, mind, Justin. It was the it was the one um, that we said in two thousand and three, but we were confused because there was the same baseball player with the same name. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Well, yeah, yeah anyways, Justin, last last week um, we did two thousand three, and. We had the scripts for 2003 and 1927 both already typed up. And Aaron had put one stat in and he, for 2003 that he thought was from 1927. And he asked me to look up the player while we were recording the show. There was a player in 1927 and 2003 with the exact same name that both played in the MLB. So we were Jeez. just like, we don't know. It could be either year. Uh, <laughs> so for those of you who may not have heard it, it was mm-hmm. Bill Mueller becomes the only player in Major League history to hit two grand slams from opposite sides of the plate. And he had oh, three cool. home runs in that game. Yeah. And the grand slams were in consecutive at-bats. And that was 2003, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Either <laughs> we'll way, never know. It's no way to tell. Cr- it's, it's incredibly yeah. impressive either yeah, way. Yeah, really. Uh, well, Justin, tell us some birthdays and deaths from this year. Okay, so famous sports announcer Vin Scully was born. Um, he announced for the Dodgers for a very long time. Um, very well known and very loved by a lot, and he retired a few years ago. Um, soccer, nice. pl- uh, soccer player uh, Fernrick Puskas. No idea. You know great, it. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Uh, great on him. Um, baseball manager Tommy Lasorda, who's also a famous manager for the Dodgers, and uh, had passed away this, uh, I think it was earlier this year. He was a yeah. well-known player and a great manager as well for a long time for the Dodgers. And then football player Dick Blaine. And then our deaths, we had young Corbett II, which is William J. Rothwell. He's an American boxer. He won the world featherweight champion. He was world featherweight champion 1901-1902. And he died at the age of 46. Here's another tough one. Ottavio Baraccia, Italian cyclist, the first Italian winner of the Tour de France. And he died at the young age of 32. Well, that's, a, that's a couple young deaths there. I mean, it, I know it's 27. People are 
smoking like crazy, but uh, yeah. those are those are guys that are athletes. So that's uh, so pretty young. sucks. Yeah. Too early, too young. Um, well, I think we will then. Uh, I've got my weird news story, and then we can uh, decide where this year falls in the rankings. So if you don't mind, I think I've got. Okay, yeah, it's just the one story, but it's a pretty good one. So as I mentioned earlier, Prohibition was in full swing in 1927. And uh, obviously there's a lot of bootlegging go around. People were, uh, were making their own liquor, right? But one thing the U.S. government tried to do to stop people from drinking illegally was uh, to just poison them, to poison their own people. There you go. That'll do it. So um, potable alcohol was so hard to come by during Prohibition that people often resorted to drinking industrial alcohol, like the kinds used to disinfect wounds. The only way to get your hands on it, however, was to steal it. Eventually, the U.S. government got so fed up with the level of alcohol theft that it began poisoning its own supply to render <laughs> it fatal if consumed. By, by 1927, or mid-1927, the new uh, formulas included some notable poisons, kerosene, brucine, uh, gasoline uh, it goes on and on iodine, zinc, mercury <laughs> formaldehyde chloroform, oh nicotine camphor, <laughs> carbolic acid I mean and the list continues I'm not going to read Could them you all imagine if we did something like that today oh I mean it would be would break loose there would yeah. be lawsuits like it doesn't matter like if they stole it or not it, it would be it would be crazy. Like there, there would be no repercussions. They, you could steal something and then sue them for putting fatal things <laughs> in that and and become a millionaire yeah. because you stole something. Right. Like that would just never fly today. Well, they started putting the poisons in in 1927, but by 1933, the poisoned alcohol had killed nearly 10,000 people. Mm. What became known as the Chemist War of Prohibition. I thought that was an insane story. That's awesome. Jeez. <laughs> 10,000 people that the U.S. government just killed by poisoning their own supply. That's pretty crazy. Wild. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's wild to yeah. think that the government did it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and we're okay with it. I mean, that yeah, that part's a little like, eh, you know? Eh. But, you know, if it was just somebody else, like their private whatever, private company or whatever, it, it sounds awesome. Good. <laughs> Well, uh, it's time that we rank, uh, what is it, 1927. So, uh, real quickly, we do this on a scale of 1 to 100. 100 being the perfect year, which we have not found, obviously. We probably won't. And 1 being the absolute worst year. Um, And it can fall anywhere on that scale. We can, you know, we can have years tie or whatever. But so far, what we've got, in order, 2016 is in the lead, still barely. Uh, with 91 points. This would this is the year that included Kobe's last game, the Olympics, um, some more memorable moments. Right behind it, we have 1980. That included the Miracle on Ice. That was a big event from that year. Um, ranking at 72, we have 1991. And then ranking at 63, we have 2003. I think this is better than 2003, which is our I lowest. I think it's way worse. Oh, if we oh were really? Ta- if we were talking about baseball, this would be an 86. But this is we're yeah. ranking all sports, and there's nothing. That's true. So I'm going with a 32. Oh, my gosh. You know what? That, that, 
That's a good point. This isn't, yeah. This is very American-based. basketball is American thing? Basketball. Did we name one football thing? No. Yeah, we named football. The Rose Bowl. We named the Rose Bowl. That's it. Yeah, no basketball. Because uh, basketball really the, wasn't the, a big the thing yet. That's all we named. Yeah. yeah the fact the that I can remember exactly the one things that we said from all other sports. <laughs> I rest yeah, my case. So it, if this was Babe Ruth's year, it would be a 99 or yeah. an 86 if it was just baseball, but it's a 32 yeah. at best. That's an interesting way to look at it. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. Even if we so, were going off inventions, it would be better. We I named like 17 inventions. Yeah, so inventions. It's very That's essential, great. but yeah. no, we're talking yeah. about sports, and this was crap. Mm. I don't know so if I'd give it thinking? a 32. I mean, that's kind of brutal. Um, we even put I'll, 2003 as a 60-something. It was literally titled The Cursed Year or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, we, need to, we need to start getting a little more real on these. There's no way this um, would have even been a 60-something. But just for, it was still some iconic moment. It's iconic. So I it's, mean, there's iconic, iconic moments in 27, but about four of them, and they're all by, by the same person in the same sport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give it a... Um, Mm, 52 okay wow yeah I'll you know I, I was gonna say that it's higher than 2003 but that's a good point Aaron it's not because it's it's high it's very high in baseball it's probably about as high in baseball as you can get but that's it I'm sticking with my 32 so you said 32 Justin what did you say 52 just 52. do a 42 and we'll call it a 42 <laughs> 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 great. I'll say 42 and we'll call awesome. it 42. That's great. There you go. Uh, so 1927, everyone. our lowest year yet. Some people consider this one of the great, one of the best years in sports history. But, yeah, well, uh, those people no were way. probably born in 1927. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, it's probably a great sports year because when you think about it at that time, baseball was the major sport. So, yeah. I mean, that's what baseball and then i guess boxing was really big around if we were this just talking about well. baseball I'd drink it at 86 if we were talking about babe ruth i'd rate it at 99 but you know yeah yeah um no that's uh, yeah i mean this yeah. was i mean you had guys like you said lou gehrig ty i, I mean ty cobb too right um mm-hmm. babe yeah. ruth i mean so those are all baseball legends so i mean yeah if it was baseball be i'd give it probably a 90 it would be at like middle 90s so but yeah i mean wouldn't many other sports that were as popular as baseball was at the time well next week we'll be back to talk 1974 and this is what i'm really excited about because we're going to get to talk about 10 cent beer night which uh it's going to be a good good story that i'm ready to uh to tell for you guys so well uh if you want to reach the show if you want to recommend a year you want to tell us uh to look into maybe a year with a ton of action pack stuff maybe a year with absolutely nothing happening also, the, tell us uh, if reads. we ever missed anything and tell us how big of idiots we are. Yeah, really. Yes, because we, we are constantly getting things wrong. Less so now. Uh, now, if we get something wrong, I, I pull it all from, like, on this day.com. So if we're wrong, usually they're wrong. But those first couple episodes, I just took the facts and tried to find them myself, and it was a nightmare. Yeah, but uh, if, you wanna, goobs. if you want to re- reach us, you can reach us at the rankedsportspod at gmail.com. If you want to, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Ranked Sports Pod. And uh, leave a nice review and subscribe if you don't mind. But uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with 1974. All right. See you all later.
Test, test, test. Here we go. You've been listening to Ranked, the most iconic year in sports history. Please remember to like and subscribe.